What's up, guys? I'm Meg. I'm Mimi. This is Direct Golden Hours. We talk about anything and everything. From gaming content to spooky, scary stories to even what we ate for breakfast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mimi here. We are back with a... Um, we're together, finally, again. This is going to be <laughs> our... Um, <laughs> we. This is going to be our podcast release for coming soon um meg and i have been extremely busy we apologize for all of the you know um times that we weren't together both of us just insane it's been insane for us but um we're back here and we're gonna start we're gonna talk about some relationship stuff um we just finished doing a recording for our patreon exclusively um but we're gonna get more into some relationship for the actual podcast so um, without further ado, we're going to get into like some questions. Uh, we're going to sit down and we're going to ask each other these questions. And we're just going to kind of like talk about what we expect, what we want, what we think is good. Um, and this is from the um, an article um, called Women's Health Mag. This is from a Women's Health Mag <laughs> um, website. And uh, we're just going to kind of just take a deeper dive into relationship stuff. Um, Meg and Lex did a really good episode with um, relationships, and I wanted to get more into that and dive into that as well. So without further ado, um, let's go ahead and get right into it. Miss Meg, how are you feeling? I'm great, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm um, hanging in there. All right. Also, also to, to add to that, yes, Mimi and I are talking about these questions and we're diving into it like through our POV, our experiences, or whatever, but we would love to hear about you know how you guys feel question comments and concerns to each one of these questions like if if you feel like super strongly about certain like a certain thing or feel differently or feel the same feel free to let us know uh you can reach out to us in, using the the links that we've got in the description for the podcast and whatnot uh so if there's anything that like really sticks out to you or if you just want to put your two cents on any of this you are absolutely more than welcome to we would love to hear y'all's feedback and whatnot on uh, some of these questions um so so these these specific questions are ones that are put out there for you to ask when you are dating somebody so this is specifically questions that are honed towards you know for you to like ask your partner you know and ask you know like when you are like officially dating or like when you have decided to be exclusive with somebody and you're you know you're only seeing that person or whatever it may be so these these questions are designed for that there are they're like on this article there's like 32 that are specifically questions for like when you're dating we we chose 10 of them uh we're not going to go into all 32 but make sure you guys check out the link to the article to be able to go and check those out if you so please but uh mimi i'll let you start with uh with one of your questions for sure. Um, there's 154 questions total, guys. So this is really like if you are like seriously wanting to be with somebody um, and you are dating and you're getting to know this person, send these questions out to your significant partner um, or your possible significant partner, because um, I think these are very good questions to have. Um, They're also so, good for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yes, so it's yes. not it's there's nothing wrong with questioning yourself, you know, because sometimes like. You don't think like for instance the first question sorry Mimi I'm uh, the the one that Mimi wants to ask is like what are three things on your bucket list dude I never think about that shit like I don't think about oh. that 
I think about that shit all the time because I'm always fantasizing about what I want in a relationship. <laughs> Bro, I literally, I like some of these questions, like I literally don't even think about it on a daily basis. Some of them I do, but some of these questions, like I, like I don't even, I don't even think about it until I'm asked about it. So definitely, definitely, it's good for, it's good for yourself too. But go ahead, Mimi. Sorry. No, you're fine. So the first section we're gonna talk about is when you're dating. So it says in the article, odds are that things still feel pretty new. You're probably going to dates together, hanging out regularly, and talking on occasion, but you haven't fully defined what you are. And there's a difference between when you're dating and when you're exclusive, guys. Let's just Mm -hmm. put that out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, These questions can offer a deeper look at each other's person's interests and values to see if dating makes sense, says Skylar. Basically, they'll help you get a sense of whether you two are relationship material. Um, so the first one is what are three things on your bucket list? For me, in regards to a relationship, I would like to travel with my significant other. I would like to both of us have a career that we both love and we both like and we both support each other in. And then the third one is I would like to um live with this my significant other or others because I'm polyamorous. So those are the three things that are on my bucket list. Um other people are like, oh, I want children, I want the house, I want the fam, that sort of thing. No, I want to travel with my significant other, like, regularly, like, yearly, I would say. I want to um, have the, that, um, both of us have those huge, like, jobs, careers. We want to be, you know, even if we're going to school, we want to support. I want to have, like, someone that I can support and who can, they, sorry, they can support me in return. Um, and then, um, yeah, I want to live with a significant other, like, and when I say live, I don't want to, I don't mean like, you know, I want to (laughs) nest. I want to, um, I I don't mean like, oh yeah, I'm going to move in with this guy in this apartment and we're going to be together for like two years and, you know, we, we break up, we, that sort of thing. I want to live with this person. Like, yes, I want to start from like maybe an apartment with this person or people, um, and then move up on up and then like, you know create a life with this person or people and then I want to get into the position where both all three of us or all five of us whatever because I'm poly or me and that other person buy a house together we live together we have animals we have dogs we have cats we have birds we have chickens I have that idea of having like a little bit of a farm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) like we have horses we have all of this like love and you know we have all these animals and you know we're happy we're living together we have a community that sort of thing so those are my three things on my bucket list may what about you so for for me i would like to have and this sounds stupid there it's like it is they're all they're all three related to each other but they're all different points in my life if that makes sense my biggest thing is like I want to be able to look back on life and know that I had these three different moments in my life. One of them is I want to be able to enjoy the dating experience with my person. I feel like into like, especially in today's society or even, even before, even before, like when I was like younger, I thought that I had to be married by 21 and have kids by 22, 23. Because, because of the person that I was dating and because of the atmosphere I was around, I was like, that's what, like that, that's what has to happen. I have to get married young and I have to have kids young. If I'm going to have kids, I have to, like, like, well, I'm almost 30, bro, and I don't have kids and I ain't married and I don't have a boyfriend, right? 
So it's like, so like very, very different or whatever. I want to be able to enjoy the dating experience with my significant I other. I want to be, I want to be able to enjoy dating them, being with them, experiencing them, you know, as boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, like right. I want to be able to have that. Now, number two, I want to be able to enjoy the, the married life with my significant other before kids i want to be mm -hmm. able to travel with them i want to be able to do everything that we want to do as newlyweds At, but even even not just newlyweds but also like i want to be able to enjoy time and years with them without children you know i'm gonna spend mm -hmm. so much time with them dating them and then once you're married like i'll whether people want to admit it or realize it or whatever it may be and it's not for everybody you know like it's not this doesn't happen for everyone when you get married like there is a shift you know like there there obviously is a shift when when the guy or or girl or whoever it is that's going to propose right like there's a shift you know you're taking like y'all are dating to i want to spend the rest of my life with you right there's a shift and then it's like i'm spending the rest of my life with you after you get married right so it's that, I mean, that's how I view marriage. I know some people don't view marriage the same way as that. So, like, obviously, that there's going to be, you know, that that argument or that point of view. And I'm not, I'm not I dissing. Don't get married. Right, right, <laughs> and and like like there and there's nothing wrong with that at, at all. I also I feel like if you were married in a poly relationship, I feel like that would be super fucking like legally fucking difficult to like figure the fuck out. So I don't blame you whatsoever. But so so I number mean, one, I want to be able to enjoy the dating i want to be able to enjoy dating my significant other mm -hmm. number two i, I want to be able to enjoy the married like don't get me wrong i'm still dating my 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 husband like we're still we're still dating like we're still going on dates like we're still like we're still going to be dating but now we're married and i want to be able to enjoy that and explore that right and then mm -hmm. i want number three is i want to enjoy growing old with my significant other mm -hmm. You know, so it's uh, those are my three bucket lists, like my my three things on my bucket list is I want to be able to enjoy the dating period. I want to be able to enjoy the married period. And then I want I want to be able to enjoy the retirement and the growing old with my husband, you know, so those are my three. <laughs> I think that's awesome. And like, you know, leading up to like what I was saying, like, you know, I want to travel. I want to do this and do that. I agree. I want to enjoy the dating part. Like, maybe that could be my little part four because I can't be, like, with the person and, you know, it just, I'm not enjoying them, you know? So right. For a long period of time because that's my ultimate goal is to enjoy somebody for a long period of time. Have that house. Travel together, you know? For me, marriage, it's not in my cards, in my personal opinion. Um, it could be. Sure. I'm not opposed to it, but... It's I'm, not your ultimate goal. You know what I mean? It's not my ultimate goal. No. And, like, that. And that's good that, you know, like, both of us have those different perspectives on what we Dude, want. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I love the yeah. fact that you and I have basically total opposite perspectives on so much. On, like, the uh -huh. dating world. On, like, the religion world. On, like, what we want out of life. On, like, the children. Like, all that stuff. Like, guys, this is a perfect example. Like, you guys can be almost polar opposites when it comes to, like, what you want out of life. And you can still be best friends with them, and you can still love them, and you can still respect Aww. them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I love it. I just love it. Well, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, is, like, you give me so much perspective. You give me so much perspective on other things, right? Like, I want to get married, I want to have kids, and I want to, like, that's, that's the life that I want to live. 
you don't want to live that that's okay i'll give you perspective on it and i'll tell you this is why i want that and you're like i i love that for you you know and then you can sit there and be like i'm polly i want to be polly i'm gonna be polly i ain't gonna get married and i don't want kids and i'm like i love that for you and you give me that perspective <laughs> you know what i mean like I, I i just love it like there's there's so there's so much and all that stuff but sorry go ahead go ahead next question yeah. i apologize no, no you're fine i i really appreciate that too and that's why i think like we work so well in regards to this podcast because like we both have different and there's a lot of people who are out there who have different ideas on yeah. what they want and entirety of their life and like all of us are like really good friends and like i'm sitting here still trying to figure out when i can fucking meet meg in person <laughs> um like when we can meet meg in person but still like that sort of thing anyways so the second question is what are the top three adventures you've had in your life? So if I'm dating somebody and I tell them this, um, I would say going to like one summer I went with my family, my aunt and my uncle and my cousin. We went to Telluride and Ure, Colorado. Um, you remember that? <laughs> and that was an absolutely life-changing event. And I loved it so much because I was in one with nature. I was one with, um, you know, the beautiful earth that has provided, like, for us. And it was absolutely stunning. Like, you know, I went to this mountain full of wildflowers. Every sort of color you can think of. Waterfalls, hiking, you know, summer salt springs. Uh, sorry. Yes. Springs. Like, what is it fucking called? What, a spring? <laughs> yes, a spring. Hot springs. There we go. That's what I want to call it. Um, And then the second one would probably be when I went to Washington, D.C. and um, New York for my senior trip that my mom got me. Um, And this was like, I at the time, I was like, I want to live in New York. And then when I visited New York, I was like, I don't want to live in New York anymore. But it is still a life-changing experience. I love Washington, D.C., by the way, guys. Um... Like top three adventures i don't think do i have another one i would say honestly um getting into the world of having online friends um because you know like i've met you mm -hmm. and then i've met like many different people through via online and i have some lifetime friends now like i have a friend her name is d we love you shout out to d if you're listening to this <laughs> we've been friends for almost five years now and of course we haven't seen each other yet because life gets in the way and we're she's all the way across the country i'm all the way across the country we still talk to each other and her and i are really really good friends we met through this other server and honestly i think those are the top three things that i like and then honestly i think another thing i want to add is growing up learning about who i am what i want where i want to be in life and every like everyday learning things um because i know that even though i'm turning 20 in september 22nd here soon um you say you're turning 20 <laughs> no 28 i thought i literally i think you may have cut out i don't know i thought you said i'm turning 20 and i was like no the fuck you're not i was like excuse me i was like you've been lying to me this entire time i was like pause <laughs> i was like we about to have a we have about to have a, a, a meeting <laughs> So yeah, I think like growing up and learning about myself and learning how to communicate and learning, going through therapy and just kind of living, I guess you could say, is a as an adventure for me. Living is a good adventure for me, I guess you could say too. That's like a little addition, but yeah. So those are my top three adventures that I've had in my life. <laughs> Meg, go ahead. I like it. Uh, so two of mine are like adventures and then one's more of like an experience that I'm still currently going on. 
Uh, so one, when I was 15 years old, I went to Greece and Italy and I sang for the Pope at the Vatican in the Vatican City. Bro, fucking insane. Amazing, amazing. Dude, it was an amazing experience. Uh, being 15 and going on a trip like that and doing that is, you know, like you're in the moment, like you're taking it in, like whatever it may be. I would definitely go back and do it again now that I'm older and whatnot. Like my, obviously my perspective and my, my, my i guess experience would be different i but i 10 out of 10 absolutely recommend it was fantastic loved it it was a, a great time uh loved it uh my second one dude the culture there is amazing the food there the food culture there is insane the historic culture there is wild like love it i just fucking love it uh would do it would do it again um my second one would be when i went to dc and i sang at um it was it was for the World War II memorial ceremony. Um, wow. I sang. I sang. My my dad wrote a song. My dad's a former Marine. For those of you guys who don't know, um, mm -hmm. lo but lo but let me let me let me elaborate on that really fast. He was getting out of service when he met my mother. Okay, so I'm not I'm not like a a military baby or anything like that. Um, my father was getting out of the Marines when he met my mother out in san diego then they start dating we got married how about this whatever it may be mm -hmm. um so that uh that was wild bro so saying saying during the amazing. memorial service it was amazing it was beautiful i got to meet a lot of the world war ii veterans um i do believe now the two individuals that i met i do believe that they have now passed um, they were very, very old. Um, one of them, I believe, was, at the time, was the oldest veteran um, still alive. And then the other gentleman was very, very old. And he and I flirted with each other, and I loved it. He was an absolute sweetheart. <laughs> absolute sweetheart. He was a, an absolute sweetheart. Loved it. It was amazing. And then one of the cast members from, I think it's one of the, the it's either CIS, I think it's CIS, or CSI, CSI. Not, I'm a fucking idiot. CSI. I'm spilling cis. What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> CSI. One of the cast members. CSI. Hold on. Fuck. I don't have it on my Instagram anymore. Um, he is a huge, huge World War II, um, or just a veteran, um, promoter in a sense, and and brings like light to that. I do believe he was a veteran himself. He was there. Got to meet him. He was amazing. Great. Fantastic. A great connection to have and whatnot but it was it was very moving like the the military and you know like our veterans like i've done i've done uh what's it called uh fundraisers on stream for the wounded warrior uh project and, and organization that. and whatnot like i've done that before that that's a really big part of like my family my family history like whatever it may be a part of i uh, i might get canceled for saying this but part of my culture as a human That's, being uh is the military the service and shit like that um you're so, a military gal you're a military kiddo and that's fine <laughs> well, but, but i'm not because my dad wasn't in the military because oh, there because there's a difference right. there's a difference between like being a military baby some people call them military brats eh, whatever 
but uh <laughs> being a military baby where you're one of your family like your father or mother or whatever or one of your guardians is in is active duty my father was is not active duty um oh right so or anything like that you said but that it, like let me be clear like he's he was not active duty and right then, like after he left he was right your mom. right but but my dad my dad and I literally would sit there and watch like the fucking history channel and we would watch World War Two, World War One, uh Cold War, Vietnam. Like we would watch all that shit together. My when my dad and I travel together, like I'm definitely a, a this is gonna sound weird coming out of my mouth. A daddy's girl. That sounds so fucking weird saying that. I do I'm not a dude, I don't <laughs> I don't call my dad daddy. Like there are some people out there that call their father daddy still in their twenties. And I'm like, bro, excuse me? No. But but to each their own, right? That's probably because they're right. not calling somebody daddy in the bedroom. But if they are, that's fucking wild. If you're calling your father daddy and your significant other daddy, that's wild to me. But anyways. No. Anyways. Well, since I have a daddy dom, no. And I bro. have a, like a dad, I just call my dad dad. I call my dad. I call my dad. I call him father. I'm like, hello, father. father. Dude. Hello. Good, good day, father. I'm like, a Father. Or, or sometimes, like, I'll be like, Dad. But, yeah. bro, I ain't, no, never. But when I'm talking to my mom, I'm like, where's father? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know where dad is. And I'm or like, I, I, say, I say padre. That's, that's padre, I feel that. Story. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, so that, I guess that's one of my, my other, that's like, awesome. adventures of that. I, and then my, my third one would be the entertainment industry journey that I'm fucking on. The streaming, the streaming and and all that shit and then the voiceover and the acting and all that jazz too like that that's all that's one that i'm currently living in right now and it's dude it's so much it's so much it's it, so much and you're absolutely amazing at it and i feel like you get more credit than you deserve than you have right now you should get more credit than you have right now i think like because you're absolutely fucking amazing at it <laughs> oh well, i appreciate that uh, i appreciate um, that but yeah so those are sorry well, so those are my three those are my three uh, adventures you know that one I'm still currently on, and then two have been ones that, back when I was 15 or when a couple of years ago, I think the I think I was in college when I did the the DC, the DC. Awesome. Uh, I think that's absolutely amazing. And did you see the the flag, the the tilting flag? I actually have a good picture of that in DC. Um, the veterans. Flag. The memorial, yeah. So I actually have a picture of that on my Instagram when I went to DC because that, like I said, I went to the washington house i did like the tour around the um what's it called the um oh my gosh i can't remember what it's called but anyways i did a lot of cool things i learned a lot of cool history um i went to in new york i went to the 9-11 memorials um dude i want to i would really much very much like to go went the last time i went to new york they were working on it like they were constructing it dude i fucking love that yeah so that's the iwa jawa statue that's the one that i liked the iwa jawa statue from vietnam and then um that's when i went to new york um i'm showing me my pictures on instagram of when i went to new york and dc um beautiful but yeah so we did the the um 9-11 museum and it it was it was a very, very, very heartbreaking museum, guys, but um, it was absolutely worth it, and it was one of a good experience, too. So, like, yeah. There's a good picture. I'll show me of those pictures that I have. I think a good um, history adventure 
is yes. always always a good one because it, it makes you realize how good you have it oh i went to the holocaust museum bro well see and i learned a lot and i even went to the native american museum in dc dude because, like, that's, my, that's my heritage like I'm, I'm apache native american and so um those are something like i guess you could say like D washington yeah i already put that like washington dc and new york like those are my two like, I had a great time, even though, like, the people that I kind of went with weren't the best, but... Wait, don't you love that? Here nor there. I didn't either here nor there because, at the time, I enjoyed the um, experience, you know what I mean? And I was I was just graduating high school at that time, too, and, like, I am forever grateful for my mom for giving me that for um, my graduation gift, so... Um, and then a poppin' fucking party, like, my mom had... My mom had a huge berry chantilly cake after my graduation party. Oh, it was so fun. Oh, that's fun. I love that. Everyone everyone got everyone got drunk, including my aunt that I never have seen drunk. Um, shout out to my aunt. We love you. Hey, we love Auntie. <laughs> we love aunties who get drunk and you never see them that way because <laughs> I'm gonna I call you my sister, like because my sister's planning on having a baby with her with her boyfriend and mm. like they're living together they're in that like position where they want to have babies and love that um i told her like i'm i'm gonna be that drunk aunt that comes over and, sh and just like takes the kids on it like hardcore adventures and then like just leaves them and i'm just like here you go sister i'm gonna be that aunt like she always gives me the hardest time about that and i'm like i know i am i'm okay with it <laughs> i'm okay that. with being that drunk crazy aunt that takes your kids on crazy awesome adventures and then just like leaving them at your house and saying peace out homie <laughs> peace out girl scout so i feel that anyways so going on <laughs> so going on to question three what are two things that you regret um living i would say for me <laughs> right i'm kidding i'm kidding I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding i love my life I love my life. <laughs> Being alive. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my greatest experience is living. Not really. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I regret in regards to when I'm dating or if I'm dating somebody, I'm not communicating. Um, so in my life, I've learned how to, because I've always been taught, like, in my childhood, it comes from childhood, um, to sit down and shut up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm listen to your elders you know and then it, it's reflected in my relationships friendships relationships intimate relationships you know in general so um two things that i regret is not communicating within my relationships and any sort of relationship honestly like friendship anything like and like that's with therapy it's helped me learn how to communicate better and actually talk about my feelings um and another thing i regret is not sticking up for myself when I need to. Um, and when I say that, like, if I'm, you know, if somebody's bringing me down and sitting there and talking to me like I'm the lowest person on the fucking planet, I don't stick up for myself sometimes. And, like, that's it's something that I'm still struggling with, too, is you got to stick up for yourself, you know, but I'm, you know, not being able to do that is really hard for me. Because, you know, I'm always the one to take the blame first. I'm always like, okay, this is my fault. Like, I will reflect on it, blah, 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 blah. But I'm also the one who, um, you know, 
doesn't stick up for myself if somebody's bringing me down. And that's like something that happened in my last relationship. I didn't stick up for myself. Like I kind of did, but I kind of didn't all at the same time because I was at the point where I was just done. <laughs> um, yeah, I get that. But yeah, those are two things that I regret. So <laughs> I think for me, you? I think the thing for me is because like I'm, I'm very much like a pleaser. Like I love, I love being pleased, but I also, I love being told that I'm doing something right. Like I love, I love getting the, the, you know, like, I guess I like, in a sense, like I have like a praise kink or whatever but that's just like in life in general you know if someone like someone's like oh i like your cooking was so good that was so bomb it's like you love you love that i'll make it every day for you now you know like I, that's just that's just how i am so so because of that i have a real problem with i re i regret not being able to distinguish between when i'm being genuinely loved on and when i'm being love bombed yes <laughs> i i have i so i that's something that i have highly highly had to work on myself in these last like two years and it's been mm -hmm. it's been not easy um and i have fallen for it i it's somebody will give me you know they'll give me attention and i'll think like okay like i think they like me like you know let me you know kind of see like where things go like whatever it may be and then after like a month of us like communicating with each other all that shit stops and it's like why like what did i do like and I, i'm the same way it's like what did i do what am i am i doing wrong am i being too clingy am i am i are my standards too high am i expecting too much like i'm the problem like they stopped i had to have done something for them to stop when in reality that's not always you know that's not always the case or whatever maybe um so that's something that i guess that i regret is not working on that sooner to be able to distinguish when somebody's genuinely like doing it because they adore me or they love me or they want to be with me versus somebody who's love bombing me so i get i get this like idea of what this person and i could be and then i'm essentially i'm wasting my time and they're wasting their time and it's all because they want the attention or they they don't want me to be interested in somebody else or they want me to be exclusive to them while they're not being exclusive to me you know like just shit like that so like that's something that i definitely regret that i haven't been able to recognize um i understand that that specific thing is like a two-party like it, it is like oh that person shouldn't be love bombing you but also at the same time like so you know but also then to go off of that something that i regret is there have been times where because of stuff like that i i have a really hard time like trusting people and and genuinely being able to like determine what their motive is are you using me or do you actually and this but this is this is for like everything not just like in a relationship like are you using me are you just trying to pretend to be my friend are you you know do you actually like me do you not like i second guess and i overthink that shit constantly constantly Dude, so so it's something that i've been you know been working on the last two years um it has gotten better um i am currently in a position in my life where it's like okay i've got it i've got it under control but now it's like so i've worked on it for so long with myself now it's like i i will have to work on it with whoever it is that i end up dating you know like it's right. it's gonna be it's gonna be something where it's like hey like this is gonna be 
this is going to be a thing you know like i trust you obviously i'm in a relationship with you obviously but at the same time i'm gonna need you to reassure me sometimes and it's something i was like it's gonna it's gonna happen and all i need you to do is reassure me you know whatever it may be so that i can continue to work on it with you you know because i can only work on it so much with myself now it's like I have to, like, I need to work on it with my partner and that's, that's going to happen. Um, so I don't know. I think those are, those are the two, two biggest things that I regret is allowing myself to be in positions like that. And then I regret like overthinking, like, it's like, it's like, fuck, like, how right. do I work on it? And then I, you know, then you work on it, but yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry. Next question. Yeah. You're fine. Um, I agree with that entirely because I've been in that position too, where I don't know if I'm being love bombed or not. And now I, because of, like, a lot of things that happened in my past recently, like, I am hella, hella untrustworthy with a lot of people. And I used to trust hardcore. Now, I don't really trust anybody. (laughs) It's it's tough. It sucks. It sucks. It's very tough. It's very tough to get into that position where you're like, I trust everybody, and I trust you all, and, like, I feel like I trusted too much. And then, like, I get into a position where I shouldn't have, and then I get so fucked over to the point where I'm just, like, done. And now I'm just, like, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I say. You want to be serious with me? Be fucking serious with me. Because otherwise I will not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's how I feel in this, in that regards. Just saying. Um... So question number four, what is the hardest, like, we're on question four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the hardest life lesson to learn? <sighs> to learn that you have faults. It is hard to sit back and say, I have faults, in my opinion. This is me, just saying. My the hardest life lesson is to say, like, I'm not perfect. I'm, even though I act, try to act perfect or I try to be <laughs> somebody for somebody, um so great and so awesome and this is like kind nice person um i have faults everyone has faults every single human being on this earth has faults whether it's um politically faults this person (laughs) emotionally you've got fault like whether you're a political person you're fucking like (laughs) i'm sorry i should have said politically no that's Um, funny dude that's (laughs) i love that if you're if you're a politician, every <laughs> single politician on this fucking earth has faults. Oh, there is yeah. not one fucking politician out there who is perfect. Um, there's not there's not a single person that's out there that's perfect. Exactly, everyone has faults. Whether you're a politician, you're an actress, you're um, a streamer, you're you're all of this these things. You're a teacher. Like I'm a teacher. I have faults too. I know that. I've made mistakes in my teaching life. I will tell you. I regret too, but yeah, that's the hardest like lesson that I have to learn is having faults. So, <laughs> I I think the hardest life lesson to learn for me was it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and it's it's okay to like, because like with the entertainment industry, it's like it's not all rainbows, right? It's not all mm-hmm. rainbows and roses. You know what I mean? Like, on my Instagram, like, on my social medias, like, I don't try to make it... I used to, like, I used to... I was like, oh, yeah, like, everything has to... Like, again, I was in a relationship that wasn't the best or whatever, and I didn't want anyone to know about that shit. I wanted, I wanted it to seem like everything was perfect, right? Like, 
so right. so and that's it, the thing. i saw that too <laughs> uh, yeah 100 and it's like okay like you know it is what it is and i was in denial i was in denial i was like it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine like it's fine and then like it finally got to a point where i was like it's totally normal and it is absolutely okay for me to not be okay you know like i can't be a hundred percent every single day it's not i'm not going to be and i'm not you know and and everyone else like you're not going to be a hundred percent every day you know right. and when you're in a relationship because that's these questions are for like when you're dating it is important for you to communicate to your significant other like hey i'm not a hundred percent you know yeah exactly and then exactly. me personally if if my partner came to me and it's like hey like i'm not a hundred percent today it's like okay where are you at i'm at like 60 okay i'll pick up yep. i'll pick up that 40 i got you say less or how exactly. can i help how can i help you become 100 percent? what can i do what can i do you right. need some head gotcha no <laughs> <laughs> so no head <laughs> like like what what do you need for you to be 100 percent? do you uh, what's stressing you out what's causing you what's going on you got a hundred things to do what can i do what of those hundred things can I do to help you, to help you today eliminate. or whatever it may be? You know what I mean? So it's like, so I think that's, that's the hardest lesson to learn, but also to go with that. It is absolutely okay to ask for help. You know, mm -hmm. I recently have had a hard time asking for help. I already, I tell this to make all the time, like ask me for help if you need me. Dude, I have such a hard time asking for help you know i understand that and i'm I'm kind of the same way too <laughs> i've gone to that point where i'm like i don't i can do this on my own because i don't need nobody or somebody is telling me like you ask for too much you're always asking for too much okay fine i won't ask you for anything ever again right right but but, <laughs> but like that's the things like in your relationship like if you need help communicate that and ask ask your partner for help you should be yeah. able to do that if you don't feel like you can do that that's obviously a conversation you need to have with your partner right period point blank like if i need help i i should ask for it you know and i should be able to ask for it you know what i mean and i want my partner like I, i'm straight so i obviously like i'm gonna be investing myself into a man not a boy but a man right I'm a as a man should be investing himself into a woman and not a girl you know so i want my man to be able to come to me and talk to me and tell me i need help or I'm not 100%. Exactly. I'm not okay. Okay. How? I want him to be comfortable with that. I want him to always feel like he can. You know, I don't want him to ever feel like he can't. Or that I'm lecturing him. Or I make him feel like I like feel like he can't come to me. Like, there are certain things that he's going to go to his boys for. Right? There's certain guy mm -hmm. things that he's going to talk to his guys about. But then there's life things that I want him to be able to come to me about i want him to be able to come to me about things that i'm doing i want him to come to come to me about things that he wants me to do or I, he thinks i should be doing or you know reevaluating our roles in the house or like whatever it may be i want him to be able to come to me and be able to talk to me ask for help and tell me when he's not okay and then also express to me what can i do to help you and sometimes he might not know right. you know like he he might come to me like i'm not okay or i need help how can i help i don't know okay let's figure it out you know like, let's figure it out, or, like, do you need five? Like, take a minute to yourself, evaluate what it is, and then, like, let's figure it out together, or whatever it may be. So, like, that's, that is one of the biggest life lessons, I guess those kind of, like, go together, is not being okay, communicating to your partner, and asking for help. Like, how, like, mm -hmm. to do that, you know? 
And for those men out there, it is okay to ask for help. A lot of it, a lot of these men out there think that it's not okay because you are quote unquote losing masculinity. Bro, you ask no, me for help, okay. I'll give you head. <laughs> exactly. You ask me for help, I will give you help and head maybe at the end or head during, I don't know, whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> you, because him being vulnerable, him being vulnerable with me tells me that he trusts me. You know, exactly. that he trusts me, he trusts my opinion, he he trusts me with his feelings, he trusts me with his vulnerability. Bro, I'll I'll do anything for you. You know, it's just it's just right. one of those. I agree. I agree. But go ahead. Sorry, next question. No, it's totally You're fine. Um I we that's that's what we're fucking here for, bro. Let's fucking talk. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my that's my um, GTA character coming out. <laughs> I love that. Um, Mine sounds a little bit more like this, cool. but yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the same mindset. <laughs> she's, yes, she's very like, I will fuck you up, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Arena's very patient. Arena is very, very patient. She's very patient. Very cool. Very cool headed. Very cool headed. She really is. I've noticed that. And she hasn't. Me, me, my character she hasn't is, snapped like, yet. <laughs> I feel like if she does, though, it's all hell break loose. Dude, it will. It will you be. You know, the fire's coming. It will be. But there's only <laughs> there's only a couple of things that can cause her. I, I, we don't gotta talk about it. Uh, but there's only a couple of things that will make her snap. But but here's the problem though: is when Arena snaps, it's gonna be extremely difficult for her to go back to her like level headed self. So me as me as the person Boring. playing her, I got to be really careful about when I allow that to happen because that will change who how she is it's always it's always like she's like reserving like as shit I'm not trying to give away like a bunch of shit or anything like that but arena is not who everyone thinks she is but that part of her hasn't come out yet but go ahead sorry mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead I've noticed I do want to say something about your I've noticed because I've watched make streams is um you get you i've noticed that like when um arena gets upset it's if it involves Corey's character bobby mm. and fucks with bobby basically <laughs> is what i noticed oh she, um, she'll be anyone's and, ass for that man or or if someone fucks with her gang or her friends oh absolutely that's her <laughs> family 100 exactly. so, percent um my character is more so like what I'm trying to aim for, but I've been having some technical issues is my characters of the Chola, like she's like a Mexican Chola, like she came from a gang. She left the gang. She's trying to make her life in the city. Sort of like um she's like straight straight up Mexican girl. <laughs> like, I love it. Black hair, caramelized, um, black hair, brown eyes, caramelized skin, that sort of deal. Um, tattoos everywhere, you know, that sort of thing um but anyways we can get back into this um <laughs> sorry you're Number fine five. i don't mind doing... if ever if anyone knows like we fucking go on tangents on this fucking podcast if yeah <laughs> so what is your favorite childhood memory i would say this is very freaking cheesy but it's fine <laughs> mine is one of my um for one of my birthdays um i think i was like turning five um uh, my grandma and my favorite auntie took me out to Build-A-Bear and they took me out to the mall and I remember, and this is like something that I said at my grandma's funeral too, mm -hmm. um, like one of my fondest memories is when 
my aunt and my grandma took me to Build-A-Bear and like we were walking in the mall and I was holding both of their hands and I was like skipping and I was like so happy and they were taking me to Build-A-Bear and they said get whatever you want it's your birthday get Build-A-Bear and I got this Build-A-Bear I think I named her like Luna or something and she had like glow in the dark skin and like glow in the dark eyes and then like I wanted another Build-A-Bear and they were like fine you can have another Build-A-Bear they ended up spending, like, the fact of the matter is, is they wanted me to feel special and loved and cared for. So that's one of my favorite childhood memories is when um, my grandma and my aunt just, like, made me feel special and loved and I was spending time with them and that sort of thing. And I still have those Build-A-Bear to this day. <laughs> They're in storage. They're in storage, but I still have them. Um, I have a total of three Build-A-Bears. I want more because I love Build-A-Bear. <laughs> and I'm all about the stuffy life. I love, like, squishies. I have a ton of squishies. I'm that girl. I'm that fucking girl. I have, like, a ton of stuffed animals. I'm that girl that loves having stuffed animals on my bed. <laughs> I love that. You like the stuffed animals, and I like Legos. <laughs> yes. See, like, I even have a squishy right next to me. I'm showing her. That one's squishy. cute. I like that one. This is my squishy, and I call him squishy. <laughs> this one is a little boba squishy, and I have, like, a mom and, like, a brother, and, like, this is the baby. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's Horrible. cute. Um, I'll show you them later. But anyways, that's my favorite childhood memory. I think, so for me, I have two. One, I put a roly-poly up my nose, and my mom had to help me get it out. Bro, that was fucking amazing. I loved it. I shocked, I shocked myself one time by putting a hairpin in the socket. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I believe it. I found a roly-poly. I rolled it up. I stuck it in one of my nostrils, and I said, you can live here. I, I literally distinctly remember that. I was like, you can live here. And I came, I went outside, and I was like, I got a roly-poly in my nose. And my mom was like, what? I was like, I got a roly-poly in my nose. I got a up my ass. I'm just kidding. And so my mom was like, oh, shit. So she, like, closed my other nostril. She was like, blow really hard. And so, like, it eventually, like, shot out like a little BB. But that was that was oh, one my. of my my fondest. I think the, the other one, though, for me was um, my dad. My dad worked. So when I, was, when I was a kid, my dad worked in, like, the corporate world. And he was, like, very high up in the corporate world. Um, so my second childhood um my second childhood memory would probably be so my dad worked in the corporate world when i was he basically stopped in the corporate world when i got to like college um so a lot of what he did was he would be gone um he'd be gone a lot and then he would travel he traveled to hong kong a ton like he was he was sent to hong kong a, a, like a lot a lot um so um my dad would come home and he would get us girls like different things like every single time he went on a trip to hong kong he would get us get us something and i think that is part of the reason why when the person i'm in a relationship with gets me something like like, uh, like okay so we talked about this and literally the the episode the the relationship part two episode and fucking uh on our patronage page or whatever we literally talked about this when somebody gets me something or they think about they're like oh i was at the mall and i saw this and i thought of you like that that is why i i don't know like i i guess i i it's like the same feeling 
uh and and whatnot so i don't know i think it's so my dad my dad would get me stuff every single time he traveled and he would come home and he would give me whatever like i got i got um the the massager ball that's gonna sound really fucking weird me saying this but they were like the chimed like massager balls or whatever that you put those in your hand cool. dude i got i got a set of those he got us a set of chopsticks that were like handmade right then and there when he got them and they like had our names on them like each one of us girls got one with our names on it he got me like a silk a beautiful beautiful silk dress it was stunning stunning like authentic like everything uh beautiful he's gotten he got me like silk slippers from hong kong dude I, like oh. it, it, dude it was insane like insane so so i i think that's also why like when somebody i like i don't ask for gifts but when and so when i don't ask for gifts because i don't ever ask for gifts when i get a gift from somebody it means like the world to me you know what Aww. i mean so like that yeah, that same, is same. that is like a big that was like a big childhood like memory and i like multiple but it was like every single time my dad came home he would get us and i never sat there and like be like would you get me dad you know like never i never was like that i never was like oh my goodness like or anything like that it was just like oh dad's home like i missed you and he's like i got you something it's like you did and he's like yeah Aww, and then he's like here's a dress so cool. and i'm like what the fuck you know obviously i wasn't saying that when Aww. i was a kid i said my first <laughs> i said my first cuss word when i was a sixth grader it was on the back of the school bus i said bitch and i giggled um <laughs> and now i swear like a sailor but yeah so i think that's my that's my my two like one's funny and one's like sentimental but those are my two my two uh childhood memories okay so the next question is how how do you deal with stress I don't. In your in in a relationship, because again, these are like questions for like dating, right? So how do right, you do? Right, right. How do you deal with stress every day, and then how do you deal with stress like in a relationship? For me personally, I've noticed recently because I'm not in a relationship. I deal with stress by hiding. Like I could do. I like go off the grid. I go off the grid. Like I I'm hardly on my phone. I, like I'll sit down and I'll fucking edit for hours and hours and hours or I'll go and I'll go fucking get on a bike and just fucking go like I I basically hide like when I'm stressed uh and shit like that sometimes sometimes I'll have like panic attacks like depending on like what the stress is and whatnot like here recently I've been dealing with a situation that is extremely stressful and I'm not 100% sure how to handle it so like that that's something that's like it's like fuck like what do i do like how do i fix it like because there's not with this specific situation because i'm currently going through it i'm not really going to elaborate too much on it on the podcast uh i i don't know necessarily like how to deal with it i've had things similar like this happen but not something like this specifically happening um uh uh so it's like how the fuck do i handle this yeah. so like that's just been like very stressful but a lot of times like i'll go like mia for like a little bit um in a relationship obviously you can't fucking do that because if you fucking go mia on your partner they're gonna be like hello are you dead like what the fuck's going on um with stress like that like i'll vent i'll vent to my my partner it's like hey like I, like let's like let's say it's like something that they're not doing but it's like something somebody else is doing and i'm stressed about it 
or like I don't know how to deal with it. Like I'll go to them to one first. I'm going to you because I want to vent to you. All I want, all I want when I first, when I first initially like bring the issue to you, all I want is for you to listen and validate my feelings. Okay. And then after I know that you validate my feelings or that you understand where I'm coming from, then it's like, I, I need your advice. Like, what do I do? How do I handle this situation? Or, or it's like, should I do it like A, B, C, and D? Or should I do it X, Y, and Z? You know, and then if they're like, I think A, B, C, and D are, is going to be like the best solution, then it's like, okay. Or if they're like, oh, X, Y, Z, 100%, it's like, okay. You know, so it's like, that's how I deal with stress with like outside things. And then I'll, I'll like vent about it. Now, if I'm being stressed about something that my my partner is doing, like if I don't like a certain thing or if I don't, you know, I don't want them doing a certain thing or like that, like for, okay. So for instance, like me, like if I don't hear from you like all day, like it, it stresses me because then it's like, oh yeah, it's like, are you okay? Like you good? Like first it's like, did something happen to you? And then, and then it like slowly becomes to like, oh fuck, what did I do? What did I do to cause you not to talk to me? That you know me so, too. so at first it's like something bad has happened to you you know mm -hmm. obviously like a, a long a period of time has to go by like an hour i'm not gonna be like you yeah, where are you what happened you know like, obviously right but like after like mm -hmm. hours and hours basically like almost the entire day goes by if i haven't gotten a text from your mother or your father or like a friend being like yo have you heard from so and so i'm going to assume that you're okay but then i'm going to assume mm -hmm. oh fuck i've done something like <laughs> they're not replying back to me or like i've done something or like whatever it may be like i'll think that and then i'll sit there and i'll be like fuck and then i get in my head about it and i overthink it and it's like fuck 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 but again that's something mm -hmm. that i you know like i am working on but i can't really work on that unless i have somebody to like work on it with but that also at the same time like that in my personal opinion like that mm -hmm. is baggage that that person's gonna have to be like okay with you know what i mean so when it comes to like dealing with stress that my partner gives, I'm absolutely going to have a conversation about it. But I'm also right. going to take into consideration their feelings, their thoughts, how how like it made them feel. But I'm also I'm also not going to do like if they're all, like, I don't know, let's just say like he's hanging out with the boys. I'm not going to call him and confront him and talk to him about an issue that I have with him in front of his friends like i'm not going to embarrass him like that like that's in my personal opinion that's really disrespectful unless he is disrespecting me in front of his friends if mm -hmm. he's disrespecting me in front of his friends or if one of his friends has disrespected me and he doesn't say anything i absolutely am going to say something but because like, i'm not going to allow somebody to sit there and, and you know call me or, or call me something or like disrespect me in a certain way like i might jokingly be like hey yo what the fuck like you know like in a sense to be like i'm not chill with that i'm not going to sit there and be like you're a fucking dickhead like i'm not going to do that you know uh but like i'm also so i'm going to take into consideration like what the fuck is going on you know like when's the right time to like talk about it because like if if he's doing something or if he's vibing or if he's having a good time like whatever i'm not gonna ruin that and i know that there are right. some people who don't give a fuck and they'll they'll do that but mm -hmm. out of respect for my partner if it's unless it's something immediate like he literally just disrespected me or he said something that i'm not okay with or his friends are disrespecting me in front of me in front of him and he doesn't say anything i'll say something but if if it's mm -hmm. just like like but i'm also a very private person i don't want people right. people don't need to know the issues like if i'm like 
what happens between me and my partner is between me and my partner. The world does not need to know. I, Our friend groups do not need to I, know. You know? So that's mm -hmm. just that's that's just how I look at it. But go ahead. Um how, how do, do you deal, deal with stress? stress? That's something that I'm still <laughs> in a relationship, that's something I think I'm still learning how to do. Um because I'm still learning how to do it by myself. <laughs> because I will also do the same. So how I deal with stress, because I'm currently in a stressful situation um, as well with my job. Um, that's, my job is causing me a lot of stress, to be honest with you. Um, Love that. <laughs> um, so I, over the weekend, I've literally just been hiding in my room. So I just go MIA for a while. I feel that. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I'll go MIA and I won't talk to anybody too, but like, um so so that's the issue with me if i do it i won't i will do it for months on end and i will not talk to anybody so that's why i try to keep myself like talking to people um so and then like another thing is like playing games is how i deal with stress like helping me like play games or even like watch my favorite show um or sometimes going out on a walk helps me also deal with stress um but when i'm dating somebody i would say yes like i would want to talk to them about it and just get it you know, if I'm, like, upset in the moment and I'm stressed out in the moment, sometimes I get, like, really, like, flustered and I need to, like, calm myself down, I will tell my partner, like, hey, let me just calm down for a little bit and then we can talk about it here in a bit. Um, or, you know, sometimes if I'm in the mood to be, like, let's talk about it, let's, let's hash it out right here, right now, let's let's go. Yep. So I'm just on the diff. I realized, I, I thought I was, like, let's hash it out right here, right now. So I'm, I, I realized that I'm more of the type of person that's either or. Um, like I could either be like, let's talk about it here and now, or let's, let me just calm down for a little bit and then we could talk about it. Let me recollect my, um, thoughts and stuff like that. And like my ex partners have done that to me where they're like, well, why do you have to like take a minute? Like, what does that mean? And I'm just like, let me just fucking take a minute. <laughs> let me collect like, my thoughts. You know what... Like, let me get what I need to say. Let me get it all in order so that I can say it. So I'm not just like. I do. I feel that. I feel that. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. But like some people have been like really like, you don't have to think about this. You can just say it to me right away. And like, and that's another thing. If we're dealing with stress in, in our relationship, you and I are talking on the phone. We are not texting. Bro. I have a huge. Bro. Yeah. Do not text me. Yeah. You are calling me on the phone. You are FaceTiming me. You're going to, you or, are going to, you do, oh, dude, I'll lose my yes. shit on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do so not do shoes. not text me. You got a problem with something I did? One. You know what? Let me let you finish because I'm about to go on a rant. Let me let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. So if we're in a stressful situation between me and my partner, do not text me about it. Like you can tell me, like, I want to talk about these points later on, and then I'll get back to you and we can collect my thoughts and feelings and then we'll FaceTime each other and talk about it. But we are not, we are, and my, like, this is something that I've even worked on with my therapist. And I even have a specific friend that we sit there, we cannot talk about things over text. We have to either call, FaceTime, or talk in person about it. Um, <clears throat> because we both get misconstrued um, when it comes to texting. We both get Bruh. misconstrued ideas about yep. what's going on, yep. what's actually happening if we talk about it over text and so like that goes to sh that goes to even like partners i've had issues where you know partners are like well i'm busy let me just text you and i'm like no yeah after you're busy you can call me 
you can call me and we can talk about this dude that's how i think is be better to deal with stressful situations in a relationship so go 100%. right ahead 100 <laughs> percent. here's here's the thing for me if you want to bring something to my attention and you want to tell me that you know you don't like what i'm doing you better when you bring it to my attention you better buckle up buttercup and you better have like be ready to talk about it right then and there i cannot i cannot stand it when i get a text from my partner and it's like hey we need to talk okay let's talk i'll call you and they're like i'm busy right now no you're not you're you're gonna magically become unbusy because i cannot i cannot go my day if 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 I if somebody's like, oh, we need to talk. I don't like something that you're doing. All right, let's talk about it. So if you're going to bring something to my attention that you want me to know that, you know, you don't like or I've done something that makes you uncomfortable or there might be somebody in my chat that you don't like or like whatever it may be, do not bring that to my attention until you have the time to talk to me about it right then and there. Otherwise, I will go the entire day freaking the fuck out. And panicking to be like well what is it are they breaking up with me are they leaving me what did i do i'll sit there and i'll constantly go back it's like what have i done today what did i do it's dude it's fucking torture to me i'll i'll panic i'll cry dude like it's it's wild it's like what did i do wrong because my one of the one of the worst feelings for me is knowing that i've done something that has upset or hurt my partner you know like i feel like Mm -hmm. shit for that I feel like like my intention, I don't ever wake up in the morning and be like, how can I be a shitty girlfriend today? I don't ever, and most people don't wake up like like that. But I I never have that on, like, on my mind, like on my thought process or anything like that. So as soon as my significant other tells me that I've hurt their feelings or I've made them uncomfortable, I get so sad because I've done something to cause them pain. And that makes me so, 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 so sad. So it's like, let's talk about it. What did I do? Oh, let's fix it, you know? And so like, if... So if I have done something and my significant other wants to bring it to my attention, they have like right then and there, like do not bring it to my attention until you have the time to talk about it. Right. 100%. And do not, do not text it to me. Call me or meet (laughs) me and talk to me. It is, I find it disrespectful as fuck. Like I find that disrespectful as fuck because let's be honest, like you said, I can read, I can read a text message right you can send me a text message and you know you can mean one thing by saying you can say i'm going to the grocery store to get cottage cheese because we don't have any right that literally i don't need cottage cheese i don't know why i said that but literally you can be like or like i'm gonna go to the store and grab peaches right you literally can say that and you can literally just be stating it like i'm going to go to the store to grab this or whatever but but for whatever reason i can take it like oh fuck i ate the last peaches she's mad at me because i ate our peaches like oh fuck like whatever or like you know like text like i don't know your tone that was a shit example but i don't know your tone i don't know your like your attitude behind it i don't know your feelings behind it so call me right like obviously if it was like an issue right like if you have a problem with whatever like girls girls are very expressive a lot of times and their text messages so well a lot of people that are expressive will kind of be ex- will be expressive in their text messages they'll use exclamation points they'll use periods they'll use emojis they'll use like different things and like there have been guys like even my guy friends where like they'll be messaging me on discord and they'll just state something you know but they're actually like super fucking excited 
but because they didn't use an exclamation mm -hmm. point or emoji or a gift or anything like that i i just oh they're they're cod for the next cod's coming out that's cool like oh oh dude that's dope and then they'll be like oh i can't wait for it it's gonna be so excited like blah 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 like etc etc and it's like so it's like bro if if dude if you've got nah like you got you want to bring something to my attention and call me or meet me like talk to me like don't don't text me like i, I like I, I like i even get it like guys that aren't like callers or whatever if you know like i make it very 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 apparent in in my relationships it's like and i i dude i straight up say that it's like if you have a problem with something that i've done please 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 make sure you bring it to my attention when you have the time to talk about it when you're ready to talk about it and if we're not physically together call me please do not text me call me and then i sit there and i explain everything i just said to them and i've had i've had guys like refuse to call me and it's like bro oh my God. like i've expressed Ooh. to you like I, that's the one thing i need that is the one thing that and i understand that it's something that like i do have to work on but it is the one thing that i have requested in my relationships and it gets disrespected and and their excuses will like i don't have time like i don't want to or like i'm with the family and it's like i literally have asked you not to bring, to like talk to me about stuff like that unless you're in a space and have the time to talk to me about that like you exactly. know you know you know i'm gonna have a fucking panic attack now like love that ggs bro you know um okay sorry we'll, we'll speed run these next couple of questions um, cause yeah. I know, I know we've been recording for a long periodically time. Um, well, we can make this a big extra thing too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask one more, one more of the questions and then the mm -hmm. other questions we can put into another one because this episode's been running for almost an hour and a half. Um, oh yeah, I see. Mine is says one hour and nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. I have an extra like five minutes or so on on mine just because i started recording earlier so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask this last question because i cool. think that this is really important um what do you, what do you consider cheating um obviously obviously if you are physically if you are being intimate physically with somebody other than me that is cheating if you are emotionally so for me like there's physical cheating and there's emotion and emotionally cheating and if you know that somebody likes you if it is a parent and you know that somebody likes you more than a friend and has liked you more than a friend or if you're picking up that they like you more than a friend or you're getting mixed signals from them and you continue to entertain that person. I consider that cheating. If if you've got a coworker and she's like, "Haha, Jason." I don't know why Jason came into my head. I literally don't know a Jason. But she's like, "Haha, Jason." And is like touching on you or she makes you lunch or she goes and like and and she's single. To, usually it's single, you know, whatever it may be, or she's she's doing things that are if she does shit to you that I do to you, bro, that's cheating, bro, bro. If it's if 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 your coworkers have to come up to you and they're like, "Yo, like you and so and so," or like, "Hey, yeah, like what 
the fuck's going on? Like, y'all are... Or if you're getting side-eye from your coworkers and shit like that, if you are entertaining somebody in a flirtatious way, that's cheating. That's cheating. It also goes... And I I know there's a huge fucking argument right now. It's all over my, like, For You page and my, my social media and shit. There's a huge fucking argument. There's, a, there's one side where it's like, if I like somebody's picture on Instagram, it's not cheating. And then there's a side where it's like, if you're liking the picture, like, it's cheating. Let me explain to you why there are females out there who feel, or, and men out there that feel like it is cheating, okay? Because us ladies, we know, we know... If I if I post a, a a picture of myself, right? Let's say it's like a cutesy, a cutesy picture, right? And I'm I'm fucking single or whatever. If uh, Mimi, let's say you're dating a guy, right? And it's a it's a cutesy it's a cutesy picture or whatever. It might be a little bit, you know, whatever it may be, like a maybe I'm in a fucking bikini, which yeah. I little I which I literally don't post pictures like that. Uh, but if like I'm in a bikini or whatever, and your boyfriend likes that picture. I, I'm gonna say something to you. I'm like, why is your boy out here liking my bikini pictures or whatever? It's 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 oh, how, how am I? T- oh, hold on, I'm getting tongue tied. I'm not explaining this very well. You're fine. When a when a girl posts a picture like that, she is looking for attention. Okay, she is mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. the confirmation that she is the shit. Okay, and if you mm-hmm. as a man or woman that's in a relationship. If you are liking those pictures, you are giving her the confirmation her confirmation she is looking for. You are giving her the attention you are looking for. And you best believe she's going to screenshot that shit and she's going to be like, guess whose mans liked my shit? <laughs> Period. Period. You are giving her the confirmation, the attention, the affirmation that she is looking for. And if you are in a relationship, it might not, you might not even think twice of that. But that's the thing is us girls know how other girls think, right? So oh, yeah. we don't like that shit. I, if you like one of your girlfriend's pictures, like this, like future mans that I hopefully am with at some point, whoever that may be. If you like a picture of like one of your girlfriends and it's like her with her family, her with her boyfriend, her with, you know, or if she's single with all of her ladies and they're, you know, like they are... I don't know, dressed appropriately or whatever, fucking like it. If you like her bikini picture, we're going to have a conversation. You're liking her ass pics, mm-hmm. we're going to have a conversation. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to be like what the fuck is this? That my is my so- my ass, my you don't like my ass? You smack it every fucking night, <laughs> but now you're smacking a heart on her picture. The fuck? What's going on? It's got like I'll 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 bring it to his attention. I'm not gonna sit there and like batter him. And be like you can't. I'll be like, hey, like I don't like that, and this is why I don't like that, because I don't like the fact that you are giving her a thumbs up in a sense. Whether it might not mean that to you, it means that to her. You know, she sees a hundred and twenty, five hundred, six hundred, a thousand people giving her a thumbs up on her ass pic. She's gonna keep doing it. She's gonna keep she's gonna keep posting her ass because it's getting those thumbs up. You know what I mean? Like, it's giving her that confidence that she's looking for. You do not. You, as a man that is in a relationship, you don't need to give her that thumbs up. She's getting it from plenty of other people. You don't need to give her that thumbs up. You know what I mean? So, so that's where I stand on that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be jealous. Like, I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to be like, I'm jealous of her. Like, no. Like, if anything, like, if I'm like, damn, I wouldn't ask like that, I'll go fucking get one. 
I'll go fucking work my ass off to get an ass like that, right? Like, if anything, that, like, motivates me. Like, when I see women's, like, pictures like that, I'm like, I'm motivated. I'm going to go get me a body like that or whatever it may be. Or, like, I want to be able to, like, try to have a body that's similar to that or whatever it may be. But another thing to consider, whether you're a girl or, girl or a guy, if you are constantly liking pictures of women that are half naked and these women's bodies are nothing like your girls like oh yeah and That's she fucking sees that shit her confidence is gone okay mm-hmm. i dealt with that i dealt with that i was i was at like i was going to the gym i was working out i was feeling good i was wearing like crop tops around the house i was going out with my with my mans like wearing these like like sundresses wearing you know like crop tops with a cute like i was very confident in my body he made me very confident mm-hmm. i hid the bruises nobody saw those <laughs> jokes oh but but oh but i was very confident in myself right I saw him liking all of these women's, like, bikini pictures, ass pictures, like, literally, dude, I kid you not, it was, like, girls, like, turning around, like, showing their ass or whatever, and I saw that shit, and my body looked nothing like those women, and my confidence was gone. I wore baggy clothes. I didn't want to go out. I wanted to stay inside. I, I didn't, I did not want to be intimate with him. Like, I got super fucking self-conscious on that shit. That shit is is real like that shit happens and it's happened to me and it is the shittiest when you are at an all-time high and you're happy with yourself physically mentally emotionally and you're happy in your relationship and then your man's does that bro it fucking broke me and it took me the longest time to get my confidence back i'm just now getting my confidence back on that shit Dude, that was two fucking years ago. <laughs> I, I'm oh just now getting my confidence back. Yeah, and I get that. Like, you're beautiful, Meg, by the way. Oh, <laughs> you're um, so sweet. Yeah, you, nobody has to fucking tell you that. No man has to give you that validation. Um, you are beautiful in your inside and out. I will tell you that. I appreciate it. But it is nice. It is nice when my boyfriend tells me that I'm looking nice. Like, that boost, like, hype me the fuck up. I totally get that. It does. It hypes me, hypes me up too. Like when somebody said, like when a partner tells me you're fucking hot, you're fucking beautiful. Like what you like, I've had I'm like, like one ooh. of my, um, yeah, exactly. Like I've had, um, like, oops, sorry. Oh, actually my computer, my, my, my thing's off. Cause you're breaking up. Um, but Love anyways, it. um, but yes, what do you consider cheating? Sorry. This will, this, this, so we'll wrap I, it up here, but yeah. No. So I have a completely different outlet because of the position that, like, being polyamorous. Um, Yeah. So for those who know polyamory, polyamory, um, for those who are out there who think that polyamory is just an excuse for cheating, it is not. And I've, like, explained, like, Meg has constantly asked me questions about it. I constantly talk about it on our podcast. You know, I'm, I'm constantly putting my point of view and, like, why I'm polyamorous. This is what I need. This is what I want. Um, so polyamorous for your guys' information is the consent and awareness of every party concerned. That is what being polyamorous is. You have consent and the, your person is aware of every party concerned, no matter who or what or where or how it is. It is consent. 
it is consensual and it is awareness of each party so it's also different sorry i don't mean to interrupt it's also different than having an open relationship yes it is also very different (laughs) is very different from having an open relationship okay continue you're fine go ahead um so me being poly what i consider cheating um is the fact that there is dishonesty there is um, dishonesty within the regards of the relationship or whatever relationship you are in there is hiding there's manipulation that is what i consider cheating so like if i'm in a relationship with one person and another person this person knows i tell them what's going on i tell them hey i've had sex with this person is this okay or i'm going to have sex with this person is this okay um blah this and blah that or i'm going to start going out with this person i'm thinking about dating this person is this okay my other partner says yeah go right ahead um i tell them about this person that is consent and that is awareness of every party concerned if i start to if i start hiding a relationship or something going on or i met somebody and i'm already in a relationship being polyamorous i'm hiding it that is cheating that is 100 percent cheating and this actually happened in my last relationship my last um, person thought i was cheating um no I was not, <laughs> but I don't want to out this person either. Um, I'll fucking whatever. out them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So it is dishonesty, manipulation. It is hiding. It is it for me being polyamorous. That is what cheating is because there's that fine line between, oh yeah, you're polyamorous and like everyone thinks, oh yeah, you just want to be polyamorous because you just want to have an excuse for cheating. No. If you are polyamorous, and that's like a huge, huge topic, people automatically think because you're polyamorous, you're going to cheat. Oh, <laughs> I've had a guy straight up tell me that. Like, oh, you're polyamorous, so that means you're cheating on me right now. And I'm like, nah, bitch. <laughs> nah, they know about you. I sent them your pictures. What do you mean? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dude. And- in regards to social media i'm not too big on that like i mean like if you if i'm sitting next to you and you like another girl's ass like oh show me is she cute Ah, she's kind of cute you know what i mean that's how i play that card like you know like and makes sense later on down the road if you're liking it but if you're also liking a lot of pictures of like my friends like say like i'm out i'm going out with somebody and people and um you know like this person says oh yeah my friend meg is hot like everyone thinks that my friend meg is hot and they don't tell me like this civinigan other thinks like oh yeah my friend like they they don't tell me that like this my friend meg is hot and i'm like yeah she is hot you know she's also really awesome um but you know like and if they're deliberately going out of their way to like a bunch of your pictures i would i would honestly want you to tell me this bro i would <laughs> um, i'd be like yo what's up with this i'd be like what's going on and I'm like, i i i would i'd be like yeah so i would be in that position where i'm like okay so you haven't told me that you think this person is cute or anything like that or you're liking these pictures and like everyone thinks that she you know uh, you know all this other stuff and like you haven't told me this all right so yeah no i'm gonna be a little upset about that i'm gonna be like so what's going on are you again hiding polyamorous relationship hiding it's all about communication being in polyamorous relationship too so it's hiding things, hiding things. That's that's what I consider cheating, hiding things entirely and <clears throat> not telling somebody something because you think they're going to get upset. No, that's still considered cheating. Yep. Yep. You know, that's what I think, you know, like if you don't want to tell somebody because you're afraid of them getting upset, well, there's obviously something else that you need to work on there. 
Yep. You need to work on that. And like, I've had that issue too. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sit here and say like, I have faults. Um, I've had that issue where I didn't tell somebody something because I was afraid they're going to get upset with me. You know what? Just tell them it's get it, get it done and over with man. Yeah. So, um, that's what, that's what I consider cheating. Um, and sorry if I didn't explain that well. No, you did. You did. (laughs) <laughs> you absolutely do and that's the thing is like obviously obviously what what i consider cheating what you consider cheating because our our preferences are different you know it's gonna differ it's going to differ it's gonna differ from from me as a straight girl to another straight woman and it's gonna differ from you you know at Polly to another Polly person you know what i mean like it is it is yeah. gonna be different for everyone so it is really important that you do communicate to your partner hey here we go. Just don't do this. Don't you do know? this. And you're cheating. Or you're cheating. Sort of thing. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Because, like, you're monogamous. I'm non-monogamous. And there's, like, that definite, yeah, definite that's the word. fine line. Between... Yeah, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> that's that definite fine line between what is considered cheating and what is not considered cheating. Um, so, there we go. Um, and um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. This is part one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Of, uh, these questions that we're going to do we're going to continue on to the next couple of parts here soon and then we're going to get down into more stuff guys oh yeah if you guys have any like thoughts on or if you guys want to put in your two cents on any of the questions that we covered or you just want to share like an experience that y'all went through and like why you view certain or something a certain way by all means feel free to to send us a send us an email send us a message hit us up uh whatever it may be uh, we would love to hear y'all's POVs and, and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We are partnered with Dubby. Don't forget to use code EDMEG at checkout for them discounts. The link is in the description. And thanks for listening in on the shenanigans. We will see you all next week. I'm Mimi. I'm Meg. Stay, Stay golden. golden.